0: Alright, how are you getting on, you well? You well, come on, is this a party or not? Jump in the line, move your body in time. Okay, I believe you. Bit of Harry bit Balafon. Tim- of uh, Timothy Olyphonte for you there. Uh, do, you, do you like Harry Belafonte? Here, um, did you hear Bigfoot's after starting a Calypso band? It's the music that Harry Belafonte plays. Um, did you hear Bigfoot's after starting a Calypso band? <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Yeah, he's going by the name Harry Belafonte. <laughs> Um Actually, to be fair... If there's anyone who could go by the name Harry Belafonte, it would be Bigfoot. Harry and the Hendersons was a Bigfoot. Um, so that is that. <laughs> this is a great start to 2022. 23. Uh, i tell you, you can call me the retired ballerina because the tutus behind me. Oh, my God. Can he really say that shit? Yeah, man. Tutus behind me. Uh, hung up. Well, you'd hang up the kind of the, the whatever, the shoes, whatever they were. Little ballerina shoes, you know. And they look delicate. Those ballerinas, they look delicate, but they're very fucking strong. Um, my wife used to do ballet, uh, and I did. Let me just check. Fuck all. Oh, Grown up, I did nothing. Um, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I did. You know, ballet for a while. Oh yeah, I did. You know, um, salsa. If you want to see my wife at a party, it'll be her teaching the mams at a wedding how to salsa. You look, you'll look away. You'll look away but, like I was literally just talking to her for a second, and then there'll be like Terry shaped cloud." Where she used to be, because she sprinted over to a mam to try and teach her salsa. She's it's an addiction for her, you know. So she does all that, and I can tell you um, which episodes of The Simpsons Conan O'Brien wrote. You know what I mean? That's 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 the kind of balance of uh, <laughs> that's the kind of balance of of jobs in this family. Although I tell you, we have the new baby, and I'm really enjoying being able to actually do something, mate. You know what I mean? We had when the young fellow, the first Sonny was born. I was doing fuck all. Here's the fuck all chicken to tell you what I was able to contribute to the family unit when my young foot was born. Uh, Chicken, what is that again? Fuck all. all. Uh, Nothing. You know, it was my wife doing everything, doing the feeding. I mean, I was doing the nappies and all that shit, but you know what I mean? Like doing the the nighttime labor. Like my wife, she goes to bed and she's feeding this kid, the new baby, right? Uh, Indy is her name, right? And she's feeding Indy at night. And, you know, she is up every two hours. She's, like, battling with this fucking Smaug dragon, right? And I'm there asleep the whole time. And I wake up, and she's a little bit tick with me because she's literally just come from a battle with smog. You know? She's got soot on her cheek from a burn. Well, soot in this case would be white, pure white vomit. But, um, you know what I mean? She comes out of that battle. <laughs> And then she's like, would you mind just changing the nappy? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. What? You know? Because I closed my eyes. blip, And I was like, little rosy cheeks, you know? Um, but she was literally like, she's just come from battle. And she's like, can you please just for a glass of water? And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Well, I don't, I do it, but I'm really tick about it sometimes, sometimes, Mm -hmm. a bit tick about it, but now, because of the young fellow, I get to look after him, which is great, I get to actually do something, because when he was born, she was like having, hey, guess what, you know, is there, you got got room for two on those boobies, because I'm also a baby, (laughs) you know, hey, not, you know, well, I don't know why I made that weird, but, you know what I mean, so now I get to look after him, which is great, and he's been really great, He's been, uh, he's he's got, (laughs) his imagination's really great at the moment. He keeps wanting to be Spider-Man or the Green Goblin. Although we were, I've been showing him like Spider-Man. He's mad into Spider-Man. And um, he loves being a a villain. (laughs) That's what he likes doing. And Terry was a bit worried about it. She's like, I don't like him being a super villain all the time. And I'm like, it's fine. It's not like a bad influence. And he goes, he goes, I'm the Green Goblin. And she just looked at me. And I love to steal. And he stole money out of my pocket. And he wouldn't give it back. He wouldn't give it back. And he's like, I love to steal. And he's learned, obviously, the skill from his father. that If you do something with a silly voice, you can kind of get away with it for a while. You know, do it with a little silly billy voice. But he was looking at me like deadpan. being, Did you hear him? He's literally saying he wants to steal. And I was like, it's a bit of fun. And then she dropped this great line, right? She goes, he doesn't even know what a fucking friend is. Why should he know what a supervillain is? And I'm like, that's beautiful. We should get that etched on a rainbow pillow, you know, um, but um, very articulate. My wife, obviously, I'm a big <laughs> I'm on a big I love my wife buzz, but that's because my reference pool for the last three weeks has just been talking to my wife. So look, I'm, I'm here. I'm back. It's January. I'm willing to expand my horizons. I'm looking to educate me. You know what I mean? All I've been doing is talking to my wife. <laughs> this should almost be like a B2B podcast that is just released within my family, you know. Of just tears, a podcast for my wife. Um, my wife, but look, how are you doing? New Year, new you, twenty twenty three. Hey, um, you can call me the retired ballerina uh, because the tutu's behind me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> eh? eh? see what well, you should do with a good joke, put a good noise after that shit, just so the joke isn't shit. <laughs> you can call me the retired ballerina, own because the tutu's behind me. Eh? <laughs> And you can call me Doc Brown uh, at the DeLorean of the Twin Pines Mall because, oh, there we are. The two trees in front of me, the Twin Pines Mall from Back to the Future. Do you not get what a reference is? Harry Belafonte. <laughs> but how are you doing? How's, um, did you get all your bits? Whatever. Um, I think you're great. No, what am I talking about? I don't know. (laughs) Well, look, I may as well tell you this uh, podcast is sponsored. And we've got a big sponsor this week. This podcast is sponsored by NOW. You know, NOW, the streaming service has all the great shows on it. And that includes The Last of Us, which is starting on the 16th of January. And you can watch it with a NOW Entertainment membership. I've talked about The Last of Us video game quite a lot on this pod beforehand. I think two separate episodes about it. Um, And this show is inspired by that original video game. It's a game... That is considered by many people the greatest video game of all time. I would definitely say it is is without a doubt the greatest story that's ever been told in a video game. I might need to rein this in a little bit. This is still ad copy at the end of the day. But I love it and it's very close to the source material. But if you're not even a big gamer, let me tell you who's in this, right? Let me tell you why you should pay attention. You got the original creator and writer of the game, Neil Druckmann, right? And he's been paired with the creator and writer uh, of the Emmy Award winning uh, HBO show Chernobyl. Now, I didn't actually watch that, but I heard it was great. It was all over IMDb. I think it might have even been IMDb's number one show in the world um, for a little while. And it's starring. Mandalorian's Pedro Pascal as Joel and Game of Thrones Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Does that sound cramped does it? Give that a miss, will you? <laughs> and if you don't know any about Last of Us what happens is it takes place 20 years after modern civilization has been destroyed due to this cordyceps outbreak, right? It's a fungus, right? And this battle-hardened and down-on-his-luck smuggler Joel uh, is hired to transport Ellie, who's like an angry, defiant kid who's actually immune to the disease, the only human who's immune to the disease across a broken America as they're watching their back for all sorts of infected beasts and monsters as well as all the other survivors i love the i love the game i love the story of the game and i know i'm gonna love this show it starts streaming from the 16th of january and you can catch it with a now entertainment membership and join me next week where we're going to be going all in this isn't the end of the podcast but it's the end of the ad copy (laughs) we're gonna go all in It's going to be a Last of Us special next week where I tell you how to survive the apocalypse and I'm actually going to be interviewing a real-life doomsday prepper. Someone who is really expecting the worst to happen. So that's the Last of Us special happening next week. Anyway, here's the theme song. Haven't played that in a while. I'm gonna sound like an asshole when I say this, right? But it comes from the heart, and there's a reason behind what I'm about to say, right? But let, uh, this is what I've been thinking. This is what I've been thinking about a lot recently. I think I need to see a dead turtle. I think I need to see a dead turtle. And hmm. I don't know it's gonna make me sad, but I think <laughs> that okay. I hate paper straws. I hate them. I'm using I'm using the word hate here about straws. That's my Jack Nicholson, as good as it gets, huh? Pretty good. Never heard of that film? <laughs> I don't know why I'm having to go with... And, I, and I'm a, like, desperate for a young demographic to listen to this spot. I don't know why I'm trying to alienate you w- with my references, right? Like Ariana Here's my Ariana Grande impression. <laughs> it's not even right. I was saying something. I actually... I was sending a, a little name drop here. Shane Dan Byrne. I was saying something. I was like... I said some. She was strutting around like Christina Aguilera, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent me a voice message saying it was something like out of Rita Hayworth, you know, because it was such a dated reference. I was saying that something was like dirty, 20 year old reference, you know. Um, but I thought that was a very funny comeback from my very good friend, fellow comedian, um, <laughs> Shane Dengelburn. And um But anyway, what was I saying? So, yeah, I need to see a dead turtle. Is that what I was saying? Well, we're moving on to that now. I need to see a dead turtle because I hate paper straws right and my when i get something with a paper straw or i give a capri sun a capri sun with an iconic straw little fucking shiv you could shiv a man in mount joy prison with a capri sun straw if walter white needed to wipe out 15 people in the span of fucking 15 minutes he could get you know send in capri sun to the joy and get them all wiped out with the straw alone right sharp impressive like, you'd proper do a scrub. You could almost do art on your skin. I used to do art on my skin with a Capri Sun straw. Just scraping it in. Drawing shamrocks and shit. But now you don't have that, right? You don't have a, you know, you got soft, limp, flaccid paper straw in the Capri Sun, right? It's it's degraded it in quality. Capri Sun would have been, like, above a fruit shoot for me. It would have been in the supreme, right? It would have been an S-tier straw uh, juice. <laughs> if that's what you call it if that's what they're you know you know what I mean like I would you know a little my wadi carton or whatever like that that'd be low tier capri stone would be high tier S tier orange juice in a little um, pouch right what am I talking about cartons it would be in the S tier of cartons for me this straw oh my god it brings it down in a big way right Um, and the, what's annoying about it is I give my young a capri in down the back of the car which is one of the greatest joys in the world because it means it's quiet for a little while right you know, sometimes me and my wife were driving and the kids are quiet right or they're asleep and you know we look at each other lovingly and we're like isn't this amazing why do we put this off for, for so long you know what i mean but really that that joy is fueled by the fact that they're quiet like i'm not gonna lie obviously oh, beautiful sleeping kids how, how wholesome and how beautiful but it's we're almost like we look at each other again through the fog of piss and shit and we're like remember we were young and beautiful and, and blaze on the radio, will you still love me when I'm no longer, you know, I mean, have these little moments, but the main reason that this bliss, oh my God, being a parent is just amazing, is because they're quiet, right? Who are we fucking kidding? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's great. It's great. But I mean, you notice it when they're quiet. <laughs> it's more of a retrospect kind of buzz, um, you know, anyway, so, but that doesn't happen. Right, Because if I give him that Capri Sun, he's not just sucking away on it. He's all like, Daddy, my straw, <laughs> my straw, i chewed the fucking head off this straw and it won't go back in. <laughs> you know, he's freaked the fuck out. And it shouldn't be like that. He shouldn't be going through that trauma and neither should we. You choose the fucking head off this straw and then it doesn't fit anymore. He's not getting that out of it. Like, <laughs> you know, and he's not getting that out of it. And then he has to pass it back to me. He's already spilled it all over his lap because he tried to suck it without a straw. And he, unfortunately, does not have his daddy's lips yet, you know. Um, I can create, I can pretty much create a conical flask <laughs> with this gob, right? Not everyone can do that, right? Not everyone's as gifted as me. So um, he doesn't have that yet, that ability, right? He's a an, an, an L-plate in training, you know. So he um, spills it all over his lap. And then I have to get the straw, and I'm trying to tear off the top of the straw. I tell you this about these fucking paper straws they're not tough enough that they can't be gnawed, but they're tough enough that you can't tear off the torn bit. Where's that level of fucking durability at the end of the straw? Seems like you go one centimeter into the straw. That's where all the tough shit is, right? And I can't even tear it. And then I'm chewing it with my teeth. Tearing off straws with my teeth. There's a Faithless reference for you. R.I.P. Um, anyway, so I'm trying to gnaw the straw, you know, or, or I'm trying to, like, flip the straw. So I'm trying to now get the soggy bit in. Like trying to fit this fucking limp straw back into the hole, like a, <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to throw the leg over after eight pints. Do you know what I mean? Sorry to be graphic, but that's kind of what it feels like. So that's annoying. <laughs> so that's annoying, right? Um, and just in general, you know, you get McDonald's milkshake now. It was always that way. Now it's like I'm actually going to collapse the 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 integrity of the straw. We're trying to suck this out too early because it's too cold, right? So I'm not a fan, and we're we've, we're out. With the paper straws are out, right? And yeah, hey, why don't you get a steel? Hey, uh, Tony, why don't you get a steel straw? Why don't you get um your own? So why don't you go to TK Maxx, and at the front of the till be all the impulse items. Why don't you go get yourself some toffee popcorn <laughs> and a pair of shoes that are not going to fucking fit you. Uh, it, babes, should I get these size 11s? <laughs> I know they're not going to fit me, but they're such a great design. Look at the price. <laughs> look at the price of these shoes. <laughs> now they only have two left feet, and they're both size 12 and a half, but I think I can pull off the style. Why don't you ever see people rocking these polos? They kind of look like the same as Vans. <laughs> Go to CK Max. get yourself a steel straw, right? Um... So look, see, so yeah, I know I can get a steel straw. What am I going to do, Carry a fucking straw around me. Like a weirdo. Ah, well, luckily I uh, came, if I, actually I'd be very impressed. If I, actually, I was with someone and they took out a straw, I'd be like, oh, of course, because of the shit straws. I'd be like, that's very impressive. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to be carrying around a little tiny little uh, Capri Sun shiv in my pocket. Steel Capri Sun straw, are you mad? I'd pierce my leg in two seconds, I'd start bleeding out. I'd get into the car, and then all of a sudden it would hit like a fucking vein in my pocket. And I'd start bleeding out. like, Terry, I'm going to die. Terry, I'm going to die. Terry, I'm going to pass out this fucking little Capri Sun straw that I had for the young place. They're going into me. (laughs) They're going into me. (laughs) Oh, my God. My blue jeans have turned a bright red. Right? I'm passing out. So I don't want to to carry around a little steel Capri Sun shiv with me everywhere I go. Um, Shiv Roy. So, look. Uh, I need to see a dead turtle, right? Because at the moment, every time I'm given one of these paper straws, these paper straws, these pathetic paper straws, every time I'm given one of these, I think to myself, fuck the turtles. <laughs> fuck the turtles. Fuck Donatello. Don't care if those machines are not. Fuck him. Fuck Michelangelo. Fuck your party. Fuck you, Raf. I'm rude to you now. (laughs) Fuck you, Leo. Right, lead this. I'm giving them the fucking finger. Fuck the turtles. I'm sorry I'm being so... I'm swearing too much. New Year's resolution, not to swear as much. But anyway, fuck the turtles. That's what I think every time I see a limp paper straw, right? And I know that's not right. So I think I need to see one of these dead turtles. Because it's all very abstract. (laughs) It's all very abstract in my mind. And I don't want to kill it. And don't go out killing a turtle, right? Look, Pluny's out there, right? My fans, please do not kill a turtle. This is not my plea for you to present me with a dead turtle like an obedient cat, right? I do not want that. But I think I need to see one dead and like with a Capri Sun straw up its nose. And it, like, white, beached, like, E.T. You've seen E.T. Come on, you've seen E.T., right? So, like, E.T., Ah, with a Capri Sun straw up his nose. And I don't wish any harm on this beast, right? Magnificent beast. The turtle. But I think I this the 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 kind of sacrifice of having a shit straw is kind of lost on me. I'm not I'm not realizing that this is a sacrifice that I'm making to protect a turtle. And I think if I see it, like I went vegan once. I was a vegan. I, I was a vegan for like 28 days, right? So I used to be vegan. Right. And um Used to be vegan there one Veganuary, which is to tell you, you want to talk about sexy month names. Oh, my God. I got the V there. J in Jan. (laughs) Got the old V there. Um, Jan gone. And uh, I did. I did actually really. I've talked about this before. But my Veganuary, I tell you, if you if you're looking to improve your libido, uh, it was like. And this is the thing, the Chinese would have you believe in eating tiger teeth would give you the horn, right? Not eating any of them actually gives you the horn, believe it or not. Don't sell that to a bloody shaman. Actually, do you know what I'll correct you there? Um I know I know you're doing a spell to, to reinvigorate this um this, this poor uh infertile man and you're trying to give him some tiger teeth. Tell you what, go vegan. Work for me, and my wife <laughs> Work for me, and my wife. Go vegan. Hey He does it hey, can we get a translator in here? This guy doesn't I go vegan. Um, so I so, yeah, so 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 I, I went vegan that time because I I don't know, I read something, probably saw a documentary and now lost to me completely. You know, these things you see a documentary you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that shit. All right. This is it. This is the day that everything. Look, there's no day. There's no day when everything changes you might be gradually be, be able to like get something out of your life or abruptly get something out of your life but maintain that in a consistent way over time but there's no like one and done and then you forget about it Do you know what i mean sorry anyway, this documentary's lost on me now but it was real like we can't do this terry we can't do this you know we have to protect this i am like ewa right i'm mother gaia we need to protect this earth we only have one <laughs> mr bush we only have one earth <laughs> <laughs> So um, <laughs> I'm loving myself today. I tell you, three coffees might be the combo. Um, so uh, uh, so look, we only have one Earth. What was I saying? So I went vegan for like a month because that was like recent in my mind was, you know, I had seen something shit happen to animals, right? Maybe I saw Fast Food Nation or Red Fast Food Nation or saw Cowspiracy, whatever it was. We went vegan for a month, right? Then we were like, do you know what? We're only going to have meat once on a special occasion and then like every so often on a special occasion and ethically sourced you know what i mean um like as long as it's char as long as we've, we've paid 4 euro more than we normally should uh, and the packaging was nice then i'm sure the animal had a good life yeah i'm pretty sure these chickens it's like the fucking ritz over there look at that look at the carton look at that carton though and it's 17 quid for these eggs these uh, these chickens are probably dying of old age getting a fucking blowy <laughs> you know that's why it's so expensive babes that's why it's so expensive Because they've lived a great life. I don't know how well they've lived. You know what I mean? All it ever says is free range. And I know free range is not free range, right? Free range means there's a hatch the size of a chicken that opens sometimes. um, But they barely get to go out there because it's pretty much battery chickens in there the whole time, right? I know that now because I've done the research. Um, Which probably is worse, the fact that I still... Anyway, look. I So then you go from being a vegan to then having meat every so often. And you've paid a shitload of more money for it um, because it's ethical, right? And then it just goes back to, like, now we got kids. And it's like, I just need something quick. I can do my best to look at it and see if it says free range or corn fed. <laughs> I'm sure maybe corns, maybe this, you know. Yeah, I know they can't breathe and they're hanging upside down. They're covering their own shit. But look what they're eating, babes. Look what they're eating. Eating corn. Um, I like corn. Hey, it's kind of like me. No, I feel bad about eating these fuckers. Um, but anyway, so, yeah. So, how am I... I'm jumping all over the place. So... We went from going vegan, uh, you know, and then uh, uh, the, basically the long short of it is now we just eat meat, right? So that has worn off the injection of reality of how, what these animals actually go through has worn off. And that's happened to me with straws and turtles. So I'm not putting a call out. This is not me pulling a call, putting a call out. And don't send me a link or of a dead turtle. I like, don't know if I could handle that, you know, I think they're gorgeous. I think they're stunning. You know one of my favorite videos of all time is the turtle trying to have sex with a shoe um and he keeps trying to like he sees little mickey and it's rubbing against the toe of the shoe and he's just trying to like (laughs) he doesn't know it's a shoe you know what i mean we've all been there mate here coppers uh on shots night (laughs) we've all tried to ride a shoe is there a shots night i've never been to coppers (laughs) i'm an alien who's trying to infiltrate (laughs) who's trying to infiltrate irish culture you know, you got a copper as Sean shots shot tonight and You're trying to ride a shoe. What? Beep. <laughs> Did he just beam out of here? Bloom. <laughs> what was he saying about riding a shoe? Um. So I, so I love that video of the of the turtle trying to ride a shoe. You know, and he's just his Mickey is just ginger. His is Mickey is like a tongue trying to lick the shoe, and he keeps going like. And it's amazing. So I don't want him to die, but I don't want a bad straw. So, um, again, this is not a put. I'm not putting the call out. This is not like when Steve Irwin got um barbed by a stingray and lads kept going out and reefing stingrays out of out of <laughs> out of sea and killing them. Uh, and it's not funny. It was awful. It's so dumb. You know, a very. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's not funny. Poor little stingrays. Um. So, look, um, uh, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. My New Year's resolution is to find a way to see a dead turtle so that I understand the sacrifice that we make. I understand the sacrifice we make. i a dead turtle, okay? So I'm not, I don't want to say excited. And apart from that, um, I tell you, I've not been drinking any water. I have been like a... Why are you so hot? It's freezing in here, says my wife. I don't know. <laughs> Heaven there's no water My blood is boiling For sustenance um, what, what else? I have an app idea Right? Here's my app Look, are you like me? Here's the pitch Are you like me? <laughs> well, firstly, do you like me? Tick this box, yes And give it back You'll notice there's no N and a box there Just tick the Y and give it back to me um, So do you, if you like me and you're like me uh, You might have found over Christmas if you're also, like, unplugged, right? We're all millennials and Zoomers here. You know, we're part of the unplugged revolution. We're not having the channels anymore. We just got the streaming things, and that's it. You might have noticed you were just flicking a lot, right? Maybe you caught a bit of Glass Onion. Great. Maybe you caught the traitors on BBC iPlayer or whatever. But um, I use that legally, by the way. I use a VPN for that. Um, But I missed a good bit of browsing over Christmas. I noticed it now. You know, Now that I have all my streaming set up and exactly, I pay for all the streaming streamers, but there's no browsing. There's no like, oh, I'm catching the end of something. I'm going to rewatch a movie I've already seen. So I thought of this app, right? It's an app that links to, maybe you have an account, maybe like your letterbox account where you can kind of have all your films that you've watched, right? And the movies that you like and you rate it. Based on the movies that you like and you rate, they will be autoplayed on channels, on an app, right? Linked to your streaming software. If you already have them in your library, great. They can just be, you know, on your digital library as it is, right? But there's just channels. There's like 10 channels. And maybe there's like an action one. Maybe there's like a romance one. Maybe there's just a reality show. Maybe there's old episodes of things you've already watched. But are the things you've already watched, so you're not going to get anything spoiled, right? Or they might be new documentaries that have just come out that might pique your interest that you haven't seen yet. But obviously there's not going to be any spoilers in a fucking Attenborough documentary. Yeah, the fish gets away in the end. You fucking dickhead, I was going to watch that tonight. You Asshole. Um, you know, so it's an auto streaming thing. And I know that's annoying with Netflix, but that's stuff you haven't seen. And it's real obnoxious ads. But if you were just like to catch the end of Godfather 2, I think that'd be pretty badass. You know? And you'd be like, oh, I'm actually going to get stuck into this. And then of course you can just go, you know, press back to rewatch the whole movie if you want. But I wouldn't mind catching the end of fucking Shawshank Redemption once in a while these days. You know what I mean? So it's an app that basically collates all of your streaming library or download a loaded library and it auto plays it in a curated channel based on your uh, how much you like the movies, you know? And I might just throw in a, a little cheeky 3 3 star once in a while. Maybe a movie that you've rated 3 star but other people have rated 5 star and they're like, "Give this one another shot." You know? Give it another shot. Maybe you didn't get it. You know? So that's my app. And it's called Tony Cantwell. And I know that's not the that's not the sexiest name for an app or a human. <laughs> but it um I have to put, you know, my it's very important that my name is all over this. All right. So it's not gonna be like, you know, EWatch or anything like that. You know, it's got Tony Campbell's name of the app. And for that, <laughs> we got Dragon's Den. Is there any chance you change the name of the app? We love it. No way, no way, no way. I'm willing to give you I'm willing to give you two hundred thousand pounds for point five percent of your business as long as you change the name of the app. No way, fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for swearing, thank you for the offer, but fuck off. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Tony Campbell, the app is coming soon. On um, a side of so we're already deep into development of this app, right? It's going to be dropping very, very soon. Um, I already have buy in from some of the biggest streamers in the world. Um, you know, so there's that. And I've already made a profit of £10 million. So, in other news, does anyone know any web developer or account <laughs> In other news. Um, did anyone catch friend of the pod and friend of my heart Kevin McGarren on Dancing with the Stars, mate. He was bloody brilliant. And you know what's great? I didn't have to lie to him because he's a fucking brilliant dancer. He did a Viennese waltz, which is hard. A lot of posture involved in that. You know? And he was bloody brilliant. And he was funny. And he was handsome. And whenever it's on, you should text Kevin to 5- Three, one, two, five. Um, cost you a fortune. It'll cost you a fortune. It won't cost you 60 cents or something like that, Um, but you should do it because you should win. Look, he's promised me, and this is crazy, he's promised me that if he wins and he gets to the final, that no matter what the judges say in his final dance, he's going to tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he said he's going to do that. Shut the fuck up so that's very exciting um, I mean, license fee well spent if he does that and Orty um, have also said they're going to announce the fourth secret of Fatima if he wins so that's big, a big, 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 big lot riding on the line, everyone else is doing it for their own personal glory, Kevin McGarhan is out there dancing for truth <laughs> you know, finally we can put to bed these blasted secrets have no more um, airplanes being hijacked that's another outdated reference about the flight that got hijacked. I didn't even know about it. I only saw it in Reel in the Years. What was the hack? Hang on. Uh, Fatima hijack. Yeah, Aer Lingus Flight 164, right? Great episode of Reel in the Years you haven't seen in 1981. And um, what music would have been playing during this? Nineteen eighty one hits. Um, Hits. Uh, Don't you want me? <laughs> yeah. Doom, doom, da, doom. A man claiming to be a Trappist monk hijacks a plane. You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Demands that the secrets of Fatima be published. When I met you, <laughs> zero fatalities. Anyway, you'd be glad to know. Yeah. So while on approach to Heathrow, after about five minutes before the flight was due to land, a 55-year-old Australian named Lawrence James Downey, can went to the toilet and doused himself <laughs> in petrol. Doused himself in petrol. How more? I can't even. I can't even get my Saravi 150 mil moisturiser on a fucking flight. This, he's got a bag full of petrol. And then he went to the cockpit. No one's dead, by the way. Everyone survived. He went to the cockpit and he demanded that the plane continue to let you go. Well, you can't bring it to let And then refuel there uh, to go to a flight. Um, refuel there for a flight to Iran. Upon landing in Le Touquet, Downey further demanded the publication in the Irish press of a nine-page statement which he had the captain throw out of the cockpit window. After an eight-hour standoff, uh, during which time Downey released 11 of the 112 hostages, the French special forces stormed the plane and apprehended Downey. Allez, allez, (laughs) allez, allez! Allez, allez, (laughs) allez! Oi, oi, oi! No shots were fired and nobody was injured. Wow. Wow. It was later found out that Downey was being sought by the police in Perth, Australia, in connection to a 70 grand land fraud incident, but was also wanted in Shannon, Ireland for, an, for alleged assault. Jesus Christ. He only got five years. Imprisonment for air piracy. So they didn't even have a name for it back then. This war, We're at war with air pirates. Would have been way, way better. If it was not the war on terror, but the war on air pirates... I think Bush should still be in power. <laughs> in this statement, Downey claimed to have been a Trappist monk in residence at Trefontaine Abbey, which was later confirmed. So yeah, this is the thing. He then took a job as a tour guide in central Portugal at a shrine devoted to Our Lady of Fatima, who had, many decades decades previous, appeared before three children and shared with them what was to become the three secrets of Fatima. And he wanted the and the third secret was only known by the Pope, and he wanted that to be out. I mean, to be fair, like, it should be out, you know? Pope shouldn't be sitting on that, like, smog, sitting atop of, you know, a chamber of secrets. Harry Potter, more like, this gone, right? Um, sorry for swearing loads, but um, it's probably the wrong way about going. To, hey, mate, did you ever hear about Twitter? Hey, at Pontifex, can we please have a third secret of Fatima, pretty please? If this tweet gets 100,000 retweets, Pope Francis has to reveal the third secret of Fatima. Um, what were the other secrets, actually? Um, I know the secret, of course. If you think about a diamond ring, you'll get it. That's the... Uh, and the secret's of Dumbledore, of course. But the secret's of Fatima. What were the ones that were re- revealed? And they got revealed after the fact... Fi- there will be a World War Three. See? Putin's invasion is, is actually one of the secrets. Um... No, so The Secrets of Fatima. We're, look, we're just going off Wikipedia here. Um, I hope you'll ease me back into the new year. I'm just going to be reading Wikipedia now for the rest of this podcast. The Three Secrets of Fatima. Yeah, so the the, the, the Virgin Mary appeared to uh, to some young kids, right? These are the secrets. Our Lady showed us a great sea of fire, seemed to be under the earth. Plunged in this fire were demons and souls in human form, like transparent burning embers, all blackened and burnished bronze. Sounds like fucking Love Island. <laughs> Hey, are you sure she wasn't showing you Love Island? Um, all right, so that one's a vision of hell. Um, world War One, World War Two was the next one. Um, let's have a look here. Um, you have seen hell, where the souls of poor sinners go to save them. God's wants to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. Uh, whatever, yeah. World War Two. When were these revealed? Um two of the secrets revealed in nineteen forty one. Great, nice one. So uh the second one predicted World War One, World War Two. Great. Uh it's just like insider trading, the Pope knowing all this stuff ahead of time. Do you know what I mean? You gotta be revealing that shit. I don't think you need to be holding people hostage on a Aer Lingus flight, but you know, and then the third secret was that um was that they they saw a vision of the Pope being assassinated. Uh which happened in 1981, Pope, Pope JP two. It's mad all this, you know, them holding these secrets. And people, I remember chatting about it. We were obsessed with it growing up. The secrets of Fatima. What is the third secret? This is before 2000. And then it dropped and no one gave a shit. It's like even like uh, <laughs> the US government being like, there are UFOs. We know the alien's name. And everyone's like, whatever, shut up. Hey, shut up over there. <laughs> you know, it's just mad. You can just, um, like I actually, when when the memes that I was seeing, when Putin invaded, like, World War Three memes I was looking at, you know? I saw this fucking thing, right? And this is not... There's aspects of this is. Or, oh, no. When there was a really bad day for COVID deaths in China and 420 people died. 420 people died, right? And this is, like, Spectator Index breaking news on Twitter. Every single comment had Snoop Dogg smoking fucking ganj. It was... <laughs> I it's like, there's literally new strains. There are, there's three new strains of COVID that have popped up in the last month in China, right? <laughs> and they are not even documenting it anymore. And we'll only see the effects of it when it actually does hit mainland Europe. But 420 people died in one day in China and it was just nothing but like, smoke weed every day. <laughs> We're gonna die. We're all gonna die. And this would be the attitude being like, you know, meme, I meme, mean, you know, like that awkward, uh, you know, that awkward monkey Looking, meme where you're like looking over. It'll be like when you're when you're the, when you think you're the last person on earth and then someone else walks in the room. <laughs> when the world's been nuked and you're the last person and then someone else walks into Dunn's stores while you're there. <laughs> Awkward. Um, so yeah, so that'll be that'll be um, that's what's going to happen. But anyway, do I have anything else to say on Fatima? Sorry, that was just a little rabbit hole. I was just curious what happened the secrets of Fatima. Pope, you need to be dropping that shit in, telling us about this stuff. It's inside of trading without it. Pope Benedict died, Ratzinger died there. Poor old Ratzinger. Um at the Ten Rage ninety five. Hmm. JP two though. I like him. I like him. I mean he probably you know covered up a lot of shit. But I've uh he, he is I hold him in my heart because um I uh, I, I my first ever video I made was about John Paul II. Um I had Windows Movie Maker on my PC and he had just died. I've talked about this before in the pod, but I, I cut together photos of him through his life. And because of the speed of the internet at the time, it took me about nine hours just to download photos, you know, JPEGs. And I put them in, in order, in a video, kind of a montage of them. And I put even a little, like a little grainy effect to make it look like they were moving, they weren't moving. And I set it to um, It's All Coming Back to Me by Celine Dion. And I finished it about 11 o'clock and I went to my mum, who had already, you know, this is like a Saturday night, you know, uh, ITV. Uh, you know, white wine kind of night. And so I was like, Matt, come in, I'll show you this. And she came in, watched the video. And it started. There were nights when the wind was so cold. It was a little young the second. Um, My body froze in bed if I just... And him just, you know, forgiving the man who shot him. But you are history with the slamming of the door. And he was there standing in front of everyone. My man's bawling her eyes, crying. <laughs> She's not a religious woman. She's not a religious... Well, we never went to mass. She was bawling her eyes crumb. And she was like laughing in the same way that I cry and laugh when I see Susan Boyle perform. You know, I'm like I can't believe what I'm seeing, but I am overwhelmed with the emotion, you know. Um, and she was like, that's very good. And so I was like, All right, maybe I should do this for a living, you know. So um, if I could get that reaction from my mom, uh, you know, half cut <laughs> on a Saturday night with Windows Movie Maker, maybe I can make an impact. On, on, on the world, you know, that's one of my fondest memories, just like, cr- cr- you're actually crying laughing with the fact that she was crying, Um, but um, look, I'm going to leave that there, sorry it's come to a bit of an abrupt halt here, Um, but I, I've had a lot of fun on this podcast and I don't really want to uh, overstay my welcome uh, I have nothing else to say. But I tell you, I'll be back on Friday. If you're not a patron of this podcast, I highly recommend you do that. That's kind of my main job. <laughs> so if you like this podcast and you want to hear more of it in more of a freeform uh, fashion um, with kind of the topics that I talk about on this pod, if you're into them and you're like, I wouldn't mind hearing him talk about more, to, more of those, you can do so over on patreon.com forward slash Tony Cantwell, where for the price of a pint a month... You can get a, an, an extra podcast, a full-length, sometimes longer than these podcasts, every single Friday. You also get early bird tickets to live shows. And I'm doing a roundup, a best of 2022 uh, that's going to be in the Workmans. And there was only 60 tickets, and 40 of the tickets ended up going to my patrons because I put them on sale there first. Um, and only 20 then went to the rest. So that I, I will try and actually cap it, <laughs> you know, in future a bit better Um but they do get early bird. They have like a day in advance to buy all tickets for gigs coming up. Uh, gigs that I put on myself. And any announcements or merch drops or something like that also happen through that. Um, and I want to also thank the sponsor of this week's podcast, Now, where you can check The Last of Us. Streaming on January 16th. Um, starring Pedro Pascal. Bella Ramsey. Uh, and next week is going to be Last of Us special, where I'm going to be telling you exactly what I would do in an end-of-the-world scenario situation, and I'll be chatting to a doomsday prepper, someone who knows all about this, who's expecting this. Uh, and that'll be next week. So if you want to hear just our casual pod, that'll be on Friday on the Patreon. And then last of us special, next week, here on the main feed. All the best. bye bye
1: Work, work, Sonora, work it all the time. My girl's name is Sonora. I tell you, friends, I adore her. And when she dances, oh brother, she's a hurricane in all kinds of weather. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Oh.